Oh, shit. What? I just got a real bad pain in my side for no reason. Ooh, ow. Ouchie. <sighs> you need to do some do a... stretches. Yep, doing, doing, a, doing a little stretchy. Welcome to the audio stretching podcast. <sighs> Welcome to audio stretches. No visuals, just for you. No out. visuals. <sighs> and we don't even tell you how to stretch, we just make stretch noises. all right thanks for coming everybody Oh, you want me to? I, I can take yeah, it away. Yeah, take, take it away. Take it away. Take it away. The sound. I'll take it away. Welcome, Whoa! everybody, to Enchanting Aspect. Oh shit! Ooh, I like it. I'm your host, Mars. Oh my god! I know and you. Joining me t- oh. <laughs> and joining me tonight and every night. As uh, my co-host Wow! That's the the my one fan, <laughs> Kitty. That's Kitty. That's Kitty. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. This is once again. This is to enchanting hey. aspects. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? Oh, this is this is a podcast. This is the. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? Did you know when you clicked on Enchanting Aspects episode nine? Eight? Nine. Nine. I'm always one behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you clicked on Enchanting Aspects episode nine, uh, titled. It's always based off the things we talk about. So no, you it's cannot called, come up with the title called, right now. I will not it's called make it the, the title. Ret- no. No, not allowed. It's, it's it's called the return of Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not? not. It's not. You sure? Are you sure? If you talk about Shadow the Hedgehog, I'm going to kill you. I'm not talking about any particular part of Shadow the Hedgehog. To be clear, just just the man. <laughs> just the man. Just the just the man and his many works. Okay. Um. um welcome to a changing stellar aspect. hog though. <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> why why not because hog means dick i know that was the joke i know and that's why i said you can't say it and then you asked why and i answered and you said you know and here we are this is a this is a podcast not about shadows dick it's about talking about things that are yeah take it away let's start where we enchant your aspect <laughs> no! Damn it! It's officially a thing. No. <laughs> gotcha. You know what they say? Three in a row, and you're making dough. Sure. Except we're not. I think. I think this might be the fourth one. The fourth time. No, this is the third. How do you have any idea how many think how many times something has happened? I don't trust you with numbers. Okay, so you don't actually know. You just trust that I don't know. Yeah, like I always know you're one off, so I, I'm I know I'm right. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Hey, welcome to Enchanting Aspects. Uh, yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about uh, tiny details in the things that we love. Um, yeah. Amy. Amy. Hey, Mars. So, shout out to the headshot. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, Amy. Yeah. I have. I want to present to you today. Mm-hmm. The best characters in any work of fiction ever. Oh, fuck. Are you ready? Yeah. So I want to talk about... Are you aware of a show called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency? Fuck no. Uh, it's a, it's a, The first season, at least, is very good. The second season kind of loses it, but it's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters that I want to talk about are the Rowdy Three. Oh, fuck. I already love them. I already love them. The first thing that you should know about the Rowdy Three is that there are four of them. Oh, my God. Like, that's all. Like, you already had me at the name, but now, like, I already love them. I would marry all of them. Like. A hundred percent. Tell and, me more, please. <laughs> um. So the Rowdy Three... Uh, are a group of, uh, they're, like, uh, they're, like, important characters, but they don't, like, they don't have a lot of screen time, Mm -hmm. because, like, because of their whole deal, um, uh, which I'll get into a second. So, uh, they are a group of, like, punky dudes. Yeah, I already, I already knew Uh, it. I already uh, it. They, uh, are... Uh, their names are Martin, Cross, Grips, and Vogel. Cross is my favorite, uh, I've decided. Um, they're all extremely good. Cross is extremely good, though. I do love Cross. Um, so, uh, they ride around. On bikes? In, Mo- motorbikes? No, in a, like, in... A like busted van that has Rowdy Three spray painted in red on the side. Hell yeah! And they, the other thing that's important to know about them is that they are vampires. Oh, Mars! <laughs> oh my god, that just gets better. This is field day. Oh my god. Uh, they're not, like, blood vampires, they're, like, psychic vampires. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. I know psychic uh, vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, like, feed off of energy, and there's, like, a, there's, like, explanations for that in the show, but it, I'm for, I'm not gonna get into spoiler territory. So they, they feed off of vibes, is what you're saying. R- they, yeah, 100%, they, they feed tech. off of, like, strong emotions, energy, uh... Yeah, 100%. Hell yes. Uh, and they ride around in their busted-ass black van. Mm-hmm. So one of the core thing, like, the core, like, ideas of the show is that uh, Dirk Gently, along with a bunch of other people, are, uh, are just, uh, the word holistic, like, at the very least in the context of the show, um, refers to, like, the interconnectedness of all things, and that, uh, that if you're really looking, and if you're just following the whims of 
what you want to do and making choices that like just because they're there basically mm-hmm. will lead you to interesting things hell yeah uh dirk gently is a holistic detective oh shit. he doesn't have uh he doesn't like the way he solves mysteries is by wandering around until he stumbles into like a clue essentially what the fuck how have i not heard of this show i want to watch it so bad this sounds like a hundred percent on my alley it's so good um there is uh a uh, another character who is a holistic assassin <laughs> so they just walk around and and if they bump into someone they feel like killing them they do it basically nice um and they're these people to some extent are connected to the universe and are like special in that strange things will just keep happening to them because that is their role in the universe. Hell yeah. The Rowdy Three are among the this group of people <laughs> in that they are guided by the universe to go places and just absolutely fuck them up hell yes hell yes and uh i want to play you a scene they're like introductory scene Mm -hmm. to the show oh my god please please let me see these good rowdy boys and uh the audience won't be able to hear but i do just want the audio of some of the scene pumping of just them fucking breaking shit okay (laughs) this what is happening the rowdy three just go there are four of them i'm wildly aware what do you think of these what do you think of these rowdy three boys okay so that was like two minutes of the most chaotic energy i've ever seen um and i love it so much um i know if i was in uh frodo's situation i would (laughs) I would react exactly the same way and be terrified to shit, but just getting to watch Mm. it in a fictional setting, hell yes, eat it up, love it. Thank you so much. Also, I was right on, saw cross, so hot, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My instinct is great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, these, uh, so this is, I think you like see their van, Mm -hmm. like maybe earlier in the show, maybe not, but this is truly- this is truly their opening. This is your introduction to the Rowdy Three. Yeah. And it is them smashing their way through an apartment building in order to find Dirk Gently. And then when they get into to where he is, which is in not his apartment, but the Elijah Woods character, Todd. Mm-hmm. It's Todd's apartment. Uh, and absolutely break everything yeah just completely shatter all of his plates put shit through his table throw his tv out the window uh spray paint a big three on the wall (laughs) just completely completely fucking it up yeah and then they are they break everything and then stop to go 
eat the energy of Dirk Gently before calmly walking out the room, like eerily calmly. Yeah. Uh, walking out the window, yeah. I should mention. Yeah. Uh, and it goes to show, like, yeah, these these rowdy boys, they are not they're not here to like kill anybody necessarily. So they're, they're just here. Up. They're fucking. They're up just tornado. here to. Yeah, they're they're here to be a fucking tornado and to go wherever they feel like going to whatever end. Like they do end up contributing to the overall overarching story of the show, but not because they particularly make the decision to get involved. It's they get involved and show up to fuck shit up at crucial moments mm -hmm. just because of circumstances. You know, I think these these rowdy boys remind me of what we talked about a couple episodes back about monkey brain. They have <laughs> pure monkey brain energy. A hundred percent. Like yeah, it is what they want. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely like related to what we were like like I, I think I, at some point, was like, have you ever thought about, like, how you fully can smash everything in your room and yeah. break yep. everything you see? You just make the choice not to? Yeah. They the Rowdy the Three do the to. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. They fully make the choice to. And I'm so proud will, of them. <laughs> I'm so proud of them. I love these Rowdy boys. Um, I, I don't, like, they're not, I love them because they're, like, they're not monsters fully. They aren't cruel. They're just this. They're just a tornado that the universe points in a direction. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I love it. It and just everything about them. Every every single thing about them, I love with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. The Rowdy Three are the best fucking characters in all of fiction. Hell yes. Oh my gosh. I super want to watch this show now. Is it on Netflix? You gotta watch I It's on Hulu, and it might also be on YouTube. Oh, well I have the Hulu, so... Yeah. I will chizek it out. It's extremely good. And yeah, I'm... I don't... I don't... I don't want to get into, like... Here's the other thing I will talk about with the Rowdy Three. I'm gonna I'm gonna be careful to not get into spoilers. Okay. The other thing that I want to talk about with the Rowdy Three is that they personally are a family. Aww. Of they course. consider them they consider themselves to be each other's family. And like uh it the Rowdy Three canonically was originally just Martin Cross and Grimps. Mm -hmm. And then later, for, you know, under some circumstances, Vogel joined them. Mm. And then they so, just kept the name. <laughs> but they didn't change the name because it's not, like, because I think that, like, the name, the Rowdy Three, is more, like, is not a description. It's an identity for them. Yeah, exactly. And it's... It's honestly kind of sweet that they don't change the name. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's like it's like oh, Vogel, you wanted to be a member of the Rowdy Three. Okay, well you're a, you're the member of the Rowdy Three. Yeah. What? There are four of us. It doesn't matter. We're yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and like 
they later in the show you do get moments like like of them just talking and oh good they're genuinely sweet people Aww. who also fuck shit up yeah like they um like staying together and and being i i think like i think to them it's like things aren't important people are important yeah and i think that is a like that is a uh oh what's the word i'm looking for philosophical yeah it's like a it's like a philosophical argument taken to its natural extreme yeah they're the extreme opposite of materialism right and like there are like you can like look into there are like scenes like inside the van of them of the rowdy three talking to each other mm-hmm. um and like they don't seem to have any possessions mm. really yeah like I- even in the in the scene that uh that we looked at of them breaking everything um they uh they mostly like were using improvised weapons and stuff to break everything yeah um like martin had a baseball bat but i don't i don't know i i don't like he didn't buy it he just found it yeah and we'll abandon and we'll abandon it later i think he already did in yeah, the scene yeah i think he threw it <laughs> yeah so it's like they have no care in the world for for material possessions and have a and like like in the seat they don't fucking lay a finger on Dirk Gently and yeah and Todd they don't they don't even like Todd is holding his guitar of like this is the thing that I need to protect yeah and they don't rip it out of his hands to break it yeah they're like they're like. It, Vogel is standing right next to him, breaking all of his dishes, and just lets him have the guitar. Yeah, like it's like they recognize they're not they're not cruel people. Yeah, they're not cruel. I don't. Yeah, they're just chaotic. Yeah, and yeah, and their morals are different from other people's. Mm-hmm. And they're a family, and I love them all. Yeah, sometimes a family is four rowdy boys. Sometimes. Uh, a family of four rowdy boys called the Rowdy Three. Yeah. Well, thank you for introducing them to me. I I'm super gonna get into this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Watch the show. It's only like two seasons of like a total of like like eighteen episodes. Oh okay. So it, it you can you can get through it pretty quick. Yeah. Um. It's a, honestly it is worth watching just for the rowdy three but yeah. it's also worth watching for a whole lot of other reasons Hell yeah uh so yeah that is my thing this week so amy so mars 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 what is your thing what is my thing i'll tell you what my thing it's also a character it's also a character. It's also a character, motherfucker. Because I changed last Ooh. minute, bitch. Because I <laughs> there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no there's, rules. There's no rules in podcasting. I rule. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> um. So today, I'm going to talk about a character that is one of my favorite characters in the whole wide world, and 
their name is Haruhi Fujioka from Oran High School Host Club. Bitch. Uh, of course. Of course. Yeah. We all knew it was coming. Yeah. 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 We all knew this day would happen. We all knew it would arrive. <laughs> it, ju- it just came sooner than you thought. <laughs> uh, it's, well, here's, okay. So I know that Haruhi, Haruhi is one of your favorite characters fully ever. Yeah. Um, because you did try and get me to watch Oran High School Club. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't, I was not, I I wasn't like dissing it. It was, it's good. Yeah. Uh, but we did, we did stop. Well, that's one of those shows I rewatch a million times all the time ever. So if you want to keep on watching it with me, I'm always down. Let me tell you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... So tell me, tell me about Haruhi. I will tell you about Haruhi. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Haruhi is, I mean, basically non-binary. It's, yeah, it's tricky because I don't, I don't know if that was the creator's intentions, but the way that they talk about themselves and it it just, it's, it's, it's big non-binary vibes and yeah, for sure. Like when when we were watching it, like I I fully like it's not it's barely subtext. Yeah. And it's a it's, it's a big yeah. whole f- it's a big subject um on on the whole show. They talk about gender a lot. And I mean, it's pretty it's pretty for for a early 2000s anime, romance anime, it's it's cool. It's progressive in a, in kind of <laughs> not that the show doesn't have his faults because it fucking does. Um, but Haruhi goes by any pronouns. They've specifically said, I don't care if you refer to me as she, he, whatever. Um, so I just use they because it's easy <laughs> to not sure. pick a, a side, I guess. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. in the show, they mostly go by she, though. Um, and in the show, basically, the premise of the show, if you don't know it, is um, Haruhi goes to a school um, for rich people, and they accidentally break a vase. This is all in the first episode. It's not. It's not spoiler. Yeah. Um, they break a vase in this rich boy club um, called the Host Club, and this rich boy Edward Elric. Nope, not. Well, I mean, yeah, same voice actor, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> I wasn't literally saying he was translated okay. from another show. Okay, I I wasn't I was... sure if you if you accidentally mixed the names up or not. <laughs> um, I I did not. Okay, good. Cause oh my god. Um, but basically, Haruhi um breaks a vase, and because they're poor and they live in a rich, rich go to, go to a rich ass school, the host club was like, okay, then you gotta be our little servant for the host club. Um. And they, this whole time, they think they're a boy, and then, um, blah, 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 clothes get wet, have to change, accidentally walk into changing, and, oh, no, they're not a boy, they have tits. Um, it's- It's, I, it's very deeply predictable anime bullshit. Oh, it's so predictable anime bullshit, um, and I'll- I'll definitely talk more about the the whole thing about Oran later, just because it's one of my all time favorite shows. But I'm just talking about Haruhi today. Um, so Haruhi, 
is such a beautiful, wonderful character. They, they're very independent and selfless, um, because they, their mom died early on as a kid, and, um, they basically raised themselves, and, um, and, I mean, they still have their dad around, but also their dad is a, is a crossdresser, um, a bisexual crossdresser, so hell yeah, um, and, and the show doesn't handle that way too well, just because they still, you know, it's an, it's an older show, so the, the terms aren't as, you know, like, Right, more, it's, uh, it's like, yeah, I, I haven't, like, I, I didn't get to that point yeah. in the show, but, like, definitely terminology-wise, yeah. and, like... Yeah, terms and, like, are, yeah, it's... And, like, also in terms of, like, uh, some of the things that are, some of the ways that things are presented... It's definitely through a veneer of early two thousands. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like early two thousands, definitely trying to be progressive, still stumbling blocks. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Um. Hey. Hey, they're trying. They're. Yeah. It was it's twenty some. years ago. Jesus Christ. Well, not twenty. Probably like fifteen or four. I don't know. I don't numbers. What are those? So anyway. Haruhi is a great character, very loving, very apathetic, which is uh has been relatable to me in the past. But basically, here's the thing. Haruhi is so near and dear in my heart because hey, if you didn't know, um I'm non-binary. What? Yeah. <laughs> um we we don't really talk about it on this show. I don't even I don't think yeah. we've even talked about our pronouns on this show, but like if you if you talk to us on Twitter, like yeah, we're me and Mars are both non-binary. Um mm-hmm. and um Haruhi was like the first pivotal um representation for me. Like as it I watched Oran High School Host Club was the first anime I ever watched as a kid. So I was like ten or eleven and Haruhi made me th- consider gender differently. It was like one of the first stepping stones mm-hmm. of considering gender differently. I mean, way back then, I, th- the concept of non-binary didn't even exist to me. Um, but like, just to know that someone like them existed, it was super cool. And to me now, as a non-binary person, it's it was it's so important to be able to. I mean, we've talked we've talked about. It it's so important to be able to relate to a character yeah absolutely like so so yeah haruhi is just a beautiful person inside and out um they truly don't care about their physical appearance um which i completely respect can't relate but completely respect (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like i definitely relate to that more like i don't really like not that having a physical body is like a thing that I'm super stoked about, mm-hmm. but I'm not really concerned about appearance. Yeah. Um. But like, uh. But like, it is so. It's so important, especially in like, you know, like in anime and in like children's television and like all of that. Like, it's so important to like have that representation even if it isn't like handled in as long as it's handled empathetically even if it's not in the universe of the show handled perfectly because i think there is some value 
to seeing like the negative ways in which people can react to that sort of stuff in a context that doesn't actually affect any like it, it it's a tricky line to to cr- like to walk though mm-hmm. of like you know authorial intent and like actual help like good representation yeah and then there's also the the fuzzy blurriness of like producers censoring things and 100%. editors saying no you can't do that or no you need to change that so even if the author has good intentions it will still get changed and mm-hmm. and transformed. which which is which is why it's so rare that characters like Haruhi even exist yeah. in media. Yeah. And and also like the show the show doesn't just like it's also more important representation to me because it's not one of those things where they just talk about it once and never talk about it again. Like it's a recurring mm-hmm. thing and it's one of the biggest things about Haruhi's character. Like they're the something really um what's the word? Uh interesting i guess about haruhi is that they they don't understand gender norms or like things expected of gender roles like there was an episode where like um they they go to a beach and some girls are being bullied by some dicks and haruhi steps in and says hey back the fuck off of these girls because they wanted to protect them and they ended up getting pushed into the side of a cliff into the ocean and all of Haruhi's friends are like what the fuck you can't do that because you're you're like you're a girl I mean they they say that um and Haruhi's like I don't get it like if someone needs help I'm there to help it doesn't matter what the fuck your gender is like Mm -hmm. that that's what you do and um and like that's that's all about Haruhi is like they don't think anything's weird and they don't think it's weird to kiss a girl or to if someone like ah, (laughs) Um, yeah like yeah yeah, it's like it's it's so like gender often can feel like standing in like on a beach being buffeted by tidal waves of like i'm here i have my own sense of self and my own sense of identity and my own sense of being and outside outside forces crash against me as a reminder that the world as a whole does not see things the way i do Mm -hmm. and it's so important to see characters like haruhi and you know, uh, other characters who, you know, I mean, shit, characters like Ida Eggfort, mm-hmm. uh, or or even characters like uh, like Farah from Dark Gently's uh, Holistic Detective Agency, who I also firmly believe is meant to be portrayed as autistic, mm-hmm. and the actress does a good, a really good job with that. Yeah, um, it's important to see characters like that. Even if they are struggling because of their self, and not all of those characters are, but it's important to see not only healthy and good and not, and like, 
it's important to see like healthy and good queer representation and uh neurodivergent representation and um uh and racial representation uh in media where it isn't a problem and it's also important to see media where it is a barrier and there the show or the the piece of media teaches you tools to get through that adversity yeah absolutely and i think that's where a lot of representation gets like it it gets it gets difficult to enjoy because the majority of representation for lgbt uh stories i mean it's gotten way better but it's like it's always a sob story. It's always my life is about my gender and that's what the story's mm-hmm. about. But it's like, no, that's only one side of someone's character. Like, it's okay it's okay to have problems in a story because yes, real life people have problems about this and they want someone to relate to and they want to know how to handle it. But also portraying it in such a negative way, as in like their life is like miserable, it's it's not healthy to do that. Yeah. And, but, and also on the other end of the spectrum, like, it's, I personally, I totally love um content that has, like, LGBT characters in a completely 100% safe space and there's no weird 100%. problems about it. Um, 100%. But I also love um when there are some problems just because it helps me cope with my own problems. But also, like, I do love that pure shit. Is great. <laughs> right. But, like, that's that's the thing, right? Is that even if there is adversity, you want good people to triumph. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, like a story where, you know, uh, two, like, lesbians are, you know, killed for no reason is bad representation, yeah. even though... That it, if yeah. even if they're open about their sexuality, yeah. But but like a lesbian couple who like has a bad breakup and like that you know and doesn't have a healthy relationship, but like as the story progresses, they both find you know something else not with each other, mm-hmm. and there is more to their character, mm-hmm. like even though the characters aren't going through a good situation, that's still good representation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let them live. Don't let their problems be their end. And it's not, right. it's not yeah. even a problem. Don't let their representation be an end. Because mm-hmm. then you're just showing all the people in real life that, like, hey, if you're like this, uh, your life is gonna end. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it's... It's a tricky... It's it's a tricky rope to walk. Yeah. But it's like and also like it's not just one rope, it's several ropes because you have to have like a greater understanding of like, you know, context of you know, different social groups and all this. Yeah, which tropes to avoid. A hundred percent. But like it's not hard really if you're just being an empathetic person Mm -hmm. you know yeah and if you don't understand something or someone then ask those groups yes yes that's that's incredibly deeply important (laughs) is is ask and learn and don't don't just fucking guess like (laughs) don't 
Don't guess. Don't make assumptions. Educate yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking pretend that I would know how to fucking, like, I would not be the person in charge to write a fucking, like, lesbian romance story, even though I'm deeply involved in the queer space. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I'm super duper not going to pretend, like, no one has the full picture. Yeah. Fully. Or at least, you know, not a story that's about being a lesbian. Yeah. Not, like, that's the thing, right? Is you can absolutely, like, have characters where- I feel like we've gotten so far away from talking about Haruhi. You know, but that's okay, because it's okay. I want to talk about this. And, like, Um, and also I think it's important to say that content creators shouldn't shy away from not including representation that they don't understand mm -hmm. either. Like, if you don't understand something and and you're afraid of harming, like, a stereotype about it or someone, that doesn't mean you should stick to what you know and not include those kind of characters. That just means you need to do more fucking research. Do do more fucking research. And also, like, it's, it's, like, it's, you can absolutely, like, include characters, like, and have things be part of their identity that you don't understand fully if, you're not making the story about that thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because because I think there is value to just like like having important like main characters of your thing have these identifiers but not have it be important so that people can project upon them. Yeah. And also make it obvious enough that people actually don't like people will actually understand and know and not just find out mm-hmm. through you tweeting it on your Twitter. Like yeah, that doesn't count. Like if you can't, it doesn't count. if you can't fully understand and see it, and like have maybe someone actually physically say it out loud what they are, then like you can't just get that. Uh, what's the? There's there's a term for it. I forgot the term. Yeah, I forget it. Uh, yeah, it's like you can't just. I don't fucking care about. Oh, in this scene in the HD remake of Beauty and the Beast or whatever, there's two boys God. holding hands for three frames in the background. God, I know. Disney, it's- bitches. Also, people who work, LGBT people, LGBTQA people who work in those industries and you want to put yourself in in that work and put representation in that work, but the people above you mm-hmm. won't let you, I feel... I feel for you. I'm so fucking sorry. Yeah, One fucking I, step at a time. <laughs> like I know for a fact from like following artists on Twitter and shit, so many queer people work at Disney. Yeah, so many. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, every almost every single animation um studio or any basically any studio, anything. Yeah. There be gays. There be gays. Uh, it's, representation is a spectrum. It is, like, there is room for all sorts of stories, and you honestly don't have to be too precious about it. You just have to be knowledgeable to some extent, empathetic to a great extent, and, like, self-aware of what you're doing. Yeah, totally. You know, like we human beings like stories about people overcoming grave situations and coming out okay. Yeah. 
and it's it's very it's it's very shallow when stories are made about like societal pressures because that's not a real threat and it doesn't go away by changing the mind of a single person mm-hmm. yeah so it's really nice to just see characters like be able to be who they are yeah and even if there are some challenges because of that it's not their only yeah like it's not their main conflict right people have depth to them yeah and i mean that's that's what i really i i mean obviously oron doesn't do a perfect job but like haruhi like it's not the main problem it's not even considered a problem like I mean, sometimes it is, but also, like, that that scene I was talking about where um, everybody was mad at Haruhi for jumping into, or de- getting pushed into the ocean, the end game wasn't them realizing, oh shit, maybe I could, I should change my mind about gender norms, it was, oh shit, I've been independent my whole life, and I've never had enough people care about me, and I made them worry, like, it was, it was about that, it wasn't about the whole gender thing and mm-hmm. and that's that's what i like like it's just a part of them the what whatever gender they are and and it and it's never considered a problem really yeah and everyone yeah. around them accepts them for it and and loves them and i mean obviously the, i'm not going to and like uh, it's it's not a hundred percent canon, so nobody fucking attack me and say, "Excuse me, Haruhi's a girl because she she says, you know, at one point like I'm a girl." Like, listen, it's this is one of these things. Like, please, hey, if you know legit canon non-binary characters, please direct me because this is like one of the only yeah. ones I got. So like, uh, and also ideally ones who aren't, uh non-human yeah like robots or literally two people fused together <laughs> yeah literally um i i think um shira has a non-binary character but one they're a villain and two they're a lizard so yeah <laughs> right i mean double trouble is extremely cool i love double trouble but also their name is double trouble which is right like <laughs> like like look good representation for me <laughs> but not great non-binary representation. Yeah, like I love Double Trouble. Yes, King Queen, but yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but you know we're taking steps. We're taking steps as a society and as a media and, and, and blah blah blah. Haruhi is a bay. Haruhi, I love you. Haruhi, if you're out there, <laughs> you owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> Harley, I I aim to collect my twenty dollars. Yeah, usually I say when I talk about a show or something, I'm like, go check it out, and I mean like I'd love for everyone to check out Oron, but also I know it has its problems and it's not for everyone. But it's it's mm-hmm. very dear to well, my heart. It's it was it was important to you. It's it's important to you because it was important to you as a child. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's definitely has merit to it yeah 100 percent. even even if you're if it's not if it wasn't like important to you at the time and it, there isn't a nostalgic factor to it mm-hmm. but at the same time like you know it might not necessarily be a story that is 
relevant to pe- to like pe- people nowadays. Yeah, it's, you know what it's I mean. It's dated. It's dated. That's what that that's, sure. that's the word I need. It's dated. You. It's, it's a dated. wonderful show. It's very funny. It fights. Um. It fights stereotypes in animes. Like it makes fun of that shit. Um. Mm-hmm. It's it's a satire. And if if you're into satire and you then fucking check it out. But also it there's it's not it's 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 from the and early two thousand. Edward 2000s. Elric is a bitch and he owes me twenty dollars. Also, oh my gosh, here's the thing though, Mars is like you already know I'm gonna have a whole nother episode about Tamaki. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I've 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 just I've told myself that I am literally just a fusion of Harvey and Tomaki. That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like that's accurate. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the rest of that so it don't make sense another episode. Okay, Mars. Okay, Amy. What's the moral? What's the moral? Oh, the moral. Um I think the moral of this episode is that Family can truly be anything, and it can especially be a group of rowdy boys, whether they're rowdy in a destructive sense, in a physically destructive sense, or rowdy in an emotionally destructive sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your family can be five, f- four to five rowdy boys. Your family can be, I don't want to count, like six rich host club boys (laughs) i from my little experience with the show i think those host club boys qualify as being rowdy oh absolutely oh absolutely oh i love those good good boys oh so good oh i love oran i need to save this for another episode i can't keep talking about it if the rowdy three and the oran host boys met oh they're complete opposites no way (laughs) Because uh, the, the Oron boys are the most materialistic characters in the world. I know. I would love, I would genuinely love for the Rowdy Three to break their way through the host club. <laughs> oh my god, everyone they would, would s- fucking die, and Harvey would just sit there eating a bag of chips, not giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Oh, good God! Okay, our tw- follow us on Twitter at Enchanting Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, I don't know, tell us, give me some fucking non-binary representation, I guess, or or just compliment us. Sorry. Amy, there was one in Disney's Frozen. One of the, <laughs> if you look real if you pause, close, if you uh, pause at minutes and fifty-five seconds <laughs> in the crowd. Of people, there is one person wearing a tiny little non-binary flag pin. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that really means so much to me. Oh my god, thank you so much. (laughs) Those three frames are the most important three frames of my life. (laughs) Um, I'm valid! uh, Thank you for listening to Enchanting Aspects. God. Uh, love yourself. Believe in yourself. <laughs> See you fucking next week. <laughs> same fucking time, same fucking channel. Not exactly the same time. Not now. Depends when I wake up. Yeah. 
<laughs> usually, usually goes up pretty early. It's like 10 a.m. ish. Yeah. 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 It's 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 already up by the time that I get up. That's true. It's good enough yeah. for for you. <laughs> Okay. You almost you almost said good enough for me, and then you stopped yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't I don't care what time you wake up. Yeah, like why would that matter anyway? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Kiss, kiss, break a vase. Kiss, kiss, break into someone's apartment and break all their stuff and steal a portrait of their sister. Kiss, kiss, destroy property, baby.